0: Right. Blood Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Take 2 Radio. Follow us on social media at Take Two Radio,
2: and thanks for listening. Hey, good, good evening, everybody. This is David Silvani, your host, standing in for Pam Powers for Take Two Radio Soaps and Review. And we have Candace. Will?
1: Hi.
2: Hi. Can you guys hear me? And Anthony is around here somewhere. Why did... Mhm. And Anthony is here someplace. I don't know why it says his call dropped. Let me see. Anthony, you you're there You
3: kicked me yet? off. <laughs> you kicked me off.
2: I, I put you on... I put you on hold. It said you dropped before I did that, so are you there? Well, okay. okay, everyone's here?
3: Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right, let's, get this, so let's tonight, get this show on the road so We're to all together. Yeah.
2: We're all together. Welcome
3: back, Anthony.
2: To greet actor Brett Chapin, and I think that's him on the line. Let me see. I'm a little nervous, so don't bear with me. Brett, is that you?
4: It's me. I'm here. Hello. Welcome Hi. to Take the Radio. Nice to you. This is David.
2: It's nice to meet you. Hola, hey, Brett.
4: David. Nice to meet you. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're so welcome.
2: So what what we have for you for the meantime, we got, we got questions for you, and uh, I hope you're ready to answer them.
4: Let's do it. I'm ready. You ready?
2: Okay. I'm going to start I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So what was your first exposure to the daytime drama genre, and how did it affect you on a personal level?
4: Good question. Um, yeah, the first time that I, well, my first experience with daytime drama was growing up. Um, as a kid, I used to watch, uh, the young and the restless with my mom every day and we would record it on the, on the VCR and I I would come home from school and I would watch it in the afternoon with my mom and, um, just all those characters and, and seeing, uh, actors that were younger actors, especially up there on the screen. Um, really inspired me to pursue acting myself. Um, so I think it affected me on a personal level in, in so far as just uh, seeing that it could be done and seeing it could be done by younger people and seeing it, uh, you know, just great acting on the screen really inspired me. Um, what?
2: So, okay, so number two, we go back, because I, re- I do remember... You recently, so number two, if you were one of the powers that be at General Hospital, what would you create for the for your character, Roger Barstow
4: well um I definitely they're they're very creative, talented writers over there, so I would uh leave it to them to. Create something. Um, as far as Roger Barstow goes, right now he's uh, he's he passed dead. on beyond us. He's he's he dead. Now, I, if I was wanting to bring him back to life in some capacity, yeah. that would be wonderful. Um, but right now he's uh, he, he got knocked out over the head by an intruder and then was gassed by poisonous gas. So he's. Uh, He's right. having some problems right now. <laughs> seven, he seven, be nine, on ice but...
3: somewhere waiting for uh you know, yeah. waiting for a transfusion or something. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah, it is so possible. You, you never know, know. I think it would be interesting though to bring him back um if they could in some capacity um just to to help out the situation that's going on with Trina and and uh the whole Spencer thing and um I don't know if he could in some way, uh, because he used to work for uh, the records office, um, which was, right. <laughs> of course, we found out later on by Victor Cassadine. But uh, if there was some way he could come back and, and help out in that situation, that would be wonderful. I'd welcome him back. That would be awesome.
2: We need more. We need it more. was a lot of fun playing him. I think you were a little short-lived there. <laughs>
4: Well, from, from your mouth to the writer's ears, but um, any time yeah. I've I've worked on that show, I've just had such a great time. I um, have been brought back since playing Roger Barr, so I've been brought back and, and worked about 10 episodes. Uh, we worked one on uh, this week, actually on Monday, and there's some really good stuff coming up on the show. I think you guys are going to really like it.
2: Oh, really? Well, I look forward to it, you know, and I'm we're all GH fans here, here and there. Absolutely. Well, thank you for answering my question. That's very nice. Willie, you're, you're welcome. next.
5: Okay, yes. Um, hola, Brett. This is Willie Partywell. It's such a treat to uh, interview you today.
4: Hey, Willie. Thanks for uh, having me on the show.
5: Okay, here's my first set of questions. What was it like during okay. doing Hitchcock? in 2012
4: as a Hitchcock fan? Oh, Hitchcock was so much fun. Um, Yeah, we worked on that for about two weeks. It was Mm -hmm. uh, nighttime shoots, so they were all overnights out there kind of (laughs) in the cold uh, sometimes. And just, I mean, Hitchcock is such an amazing, amazing director, and Anthony Hopkins did Mm -hmm such a phenomenal job in the film, I thought. Um, So just being able to be there and around that energy and and getting to meet uh, Mr. Hopkins was a a real treat.
5: Awesome. I like that. Uh, What other exciting projects do you see yourself involved in within the next two years?
4: Um, I would love to work on uh, something as a series regular in the next couple of years. Uh, whether it be drama, whether it be comedy, um, having a steady gig is uh, sometimes a, a difficult thing to find for an act, actor. So I think just uh, having that steady work as, as a series regular would be really nice. And if I could pick it, it would it would be on General Hospital, obviously. But uh, you know, I got to take the uh, the opportunities as they come.
5: Thank you for answering my questions, and I can see you. Being on a primetime series like Big Sky on ABC.
4: Like which one? Mm. Oh, yeah. Big Sky? Like like what? Like six Skies?
5: Big Sky.
4: Oh, okay. Oh. I would love to board that show. Or even the new Alaska. That's been a great pick for ABC. I think they made yeah. a phenomenal pick with that one. And, you know, I would get to uh, travel to Alaska to film, so that that would be really fun.
2: Yeah, and working with Hillary Swank.
4: Yeah, she's so incredible. She just, uh, she gives you a look, and it says a thousand words. She's very talented. All
2: right. Candace is up, right? Candace is up.
4: Thank you, Will.
1: Okay, so, Brett, you should know the sound of this voice, since I talk to you all the time on Twitter <laughs> space.
4: <laughs> hey, Kansas. Hey, how Good
1: are you? Good to talk you? to you. <laughs>
4: oh, you run so many Twitter spaces all the time. You're working so hard out there.
1: <laughs> don't, don't tell everybody that I do a live twist. I only do maybe one or two or three at the most. I have to do one. I have to do one soon, so I'll let you know when I do one.
4: Yeah, yeah. let me know. I love coming yeah. on there and talking to you guys. Great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so I have two questions. I feel like I'm like okay. as, well, the first one, the first one, I you you said it when we was on Twitter Space, but I want to know what has social media taught you in the last couple of weeks. This is your this was a homework question too, because you now been exposed a little bit more on social media, <laughs> including Twitter Space. Right. So what has what have
4: you yes. noticed about social media? Well, <laughs> let me tell you about the General <laughs> Hospital fans. The um, so social media has been a really great tool, I think, for fans to get together and talk about different shows they enjoy, what they enjoy about the show, what they don't like, and and have great conversations about it. That uh, we weren't able to do this, you know, thirty years ago. Uh, the General Hospital fans and, and soap opera fans in general, I think, are the most committed, loyal, loving, wonderful, sometimes occasionally judgmental, but uh, <laughs> they are so yep. loyal and they do every little thing about the show from what people were wearing to where they were standing. It's really, it's really great. So the love and support that I've seen in Twitter spaces and on social media from the fans has just been phenomenal and being new to the genre, being new to working on the genre for only the last couple of years, it's been um, a real treat to get to know the fans and, and talk to them and see how involved they are in the show.
1: Okay. And they you even remember
4: it. the moss in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> yeah. The moss yeah. in the kitchen. they remember. <laughs> yep. yep, Certain music beats. Okay. So Brett, you passed that. Does that, tough, that, so I don't that make have sense? To... Yeah, that makes sense. So I don't have to ask that question. Uh, Again, I'm so proud of you for learning that. I'm so proud. (laughs) That's a (laughs) joke. Okay. Because I I think I actually talked about it during Twitter. I'm like, oh, yeah, kind of like the fans, you know, like, yeah, you're right. We are judgmental. But at the same time, well, I would say most of the soap fans, very positive. (laughs) You know, especially yes. with this with the genre, because there's a lot of and I always said this, and you, you've heard me say it. There's a dark cloud mm-hmm. over this genre for some apparent reason, but when you have positive mm-hmm. fans who are just talking about the positivity, you know everything is not perfect. We don't, we know this, but when you have a community sure. that actually talks about it in a positive light, and you see the friendships that's grown from it, and you know, every night it's a different party, especially, you know, on Twitter space, you know. Just saying. Karaoke. Brett, sure. we're going to do karaoke on Twitter space. We're going to do karaoke.
4: That'd be fun. Why not? We're yeah, say, we're going to do anything you want on Twitter space. It'd great.
1: Okay, I'm going to do, okay. But, you, know, with... you heard that here, folks. But with the fans,
4: <laughs> yeah. But with the fans, too, it's all, like, even when it is judgmental, we know it comes from just feeling so passionate about the show, and right. so it comes from good, uh, good space. Yeah. It's just you know, occasionally it can be a little much, but I think that um, there's just so much passion that people feel for the show that it, it comes out in that way, occasionally.
1: Exactly, exactly. So the second, and question, I don't think we okay. as actors can
4: get. Well, I I don't think we as actors can take those kind of things personally either.
1: Right. Cause you have to, and that's something that I think a lot of people have to learn is that yeah. with social media, you can either take it with a, with a salt of grain, you know, grain of salt, or just kind of turn around and not pay attention to it. Like, seriously, you can walk away from yeah. it. Yeah. You know? I mean, and, if I paid and, attention and, to...
4: Yeah: yeah I, I mean, as an actor in general, with all the auditioning and rejection and, and all the things that come with it, if I paid attention to all that, I would have quit a long time ago.
1: Right. you have to have thick skin, like legit thick skin if you can, if you can take it, that, that's a credit to you. That's a strength. And like you said, some people can't take that, and they, they, would, they would quit, they would actually quit. Something that they love because of all the judgment, you know, calls here and there, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's
4: tough. It's um, tough. Um, it's tough. You know, you get a hundred no's before you get a yes sometimes, and it can be um, frustrating. But if you have thick skin, you can be successful.
1: Mhm. And that goes into my second question. If you could okay. go back 20 years ago with the knowledge you have now and talk to your younger self, what would you tell them? What would you tell your younger self? What advice would you give them?
4: Yeah, if if I could, you know, I, I was really gung-ho when I was young. I thought that everything was going to happen right away and that I would be, you know, on a hit sitcom by the time I was 15. And, um, you know, it just doesn't work that way. It's uh, it's a marathon. It's not a race. It's a long game. And it takes a lot of um, stick-to-itiveness. So I think I would tell my younger self just to slow down a little bit and breathe and relax, be patient, and realize that it's going to take some time and some work. And there's a lot of steps that you're going to have to take, um, before you even get your first job. So yeah, I would definitely tell my younger self to, to stress a little bit less and, um, and just enjoy the ride. Okay.
0: Cause oh, I think in, in
4: some ways I think I, I might've been in a bit of a hurry and not enjoying the moment at the time.
0: Uh-huh.
4: So yeah. So I think I would have told myself to enjoy those memories.
1: Yeah. I think that's, Something that we all can uh, take, you know, take to heart is that slow down. Because if you try to rush everything, you're going to miss those moments that you're going to really appreciate, you know. And you hear that all the time. How how people? It's it's funny because, and I know we have to keep going with all the questions, but it's just funny how people want everything now, 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 instead of understanding. Okay, I have to. There's a process because without the steps, whatever your goal is, you're not going to enjoy it as much as you did if you worked really hard, like you did all those steps. Like it may have taken years, months, days, hours, blood, sweat, tears, a pound here or there, stuff like that. But all of that adds up to how you're going to feel when you accomplish that moment, whether it's getting that big, you know, sitcom, or you know doing a podcast, or doing you know doing something like accomplishing a science project, you know. Yes. And so I agree with you 110 percent, and I hope our listeners out there also took that to heart, wrote it down, put it on a sticky note. Yeah, sticky notes still exist. <laughs> and, and every day wake up and and read that. It's like do mm-hmm. not miss a step, because if you do, you're not going to you're not fully going to enjoy it.
4: You know, it's great so. advice and it, it, it applies to acting it applies to life and um i think that that's also i i love social media i wouldn't ever want to not have it but i think that's a little bit of a downside of social media is that we've been we're, we're taught to have the instant gratification we get these yep. 30 second clips uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. 60 second clips and so we it tends to drive us to think that that applies to everything in life, and it, it doesn't. Um, so that's kind of the downside that comes with all the positive of social media. hmm
1: I agree with you with that. Mm-hmm. So, all yeah. right, I'm going to pass it on to my next co-host here to ask you some questions, but we will talk later, Brett.
2: Okay, <laughs> sounds good.
3: Take it, Anthony. Well, hey, Brett. I'm Anthony. Um, I'm the cleanup. (laughs) The cleanup batter here. Hey, Anthony. Um, And I'm going to cheat, and they're used to it. I have a a few questions. Um, And you mentioned the Young and the Restless. So for our Young and Restless fans out there uh, who would spank us if we didn't ask, what storylines, characters, you know, what really stood out to you? What do you still remember to this day?
4: Oh my gosh. The whole, uh, David Nina storyline, uh, with Cricket oh, yeah. and Danny. Oh, wow. That was, I, I followed that every day religiously and it was, um, yeah, that was a pretty big one. I also have gotten to know on a personal level a bit, um, Stephen Gregory who played, uh, Chase Benson during that time. Um, great guy, great actor. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What else was going on around that time? Oh, the Ryan Victoria storyline was pretty interesting around then. Yeah. 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 And actually, a funny story about about, uh, Heather Tom, who played Victoria at that time. Uh, One of my jobs in L.A. was uh, I used to do catering for uh, different houses and private events. And one Thanksgiving, I took a job. And it ended up being uh, with her at her family's house. So I got to celebrate Thanksgiving with the Toms. So that was a really great uh, unexpected twist. And I, I got to tell Heather that, you know, thank you for being such an inspiration to me when I was young. So um, that was a real treat.
3: Sidebar, do you ever watch our own Bold and Beautiful?
4: I have. She's great. She's great.
3: She's incredible. Yeah. So second question. And her sister, um, too. Yeah. It was uh, on Nicole, the nanny. Yeah. Yep. And her brother as well. Yeah.
4: He was Billy it's on uh, the Wine arm right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Amazing, amazing family.
3: So my second question to you is, and it doesn't have to be a soap opera performance, but if it happens to be one, that's great. If there's Mm -hmm. one or two performances that when you watched it, you said to yourself, if I can do that or Mm -hmm. something akin to that, I'll know I've got it. I'm it. You know, I'm there. What what would they be?
4: Um, The one that comes to mind right away is Al Pacino in Dog Day Afternoon. Uh, I loved that movie. Mm -hmm. And he did a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Uh, also, when I saw West Side Story, that, I, I think that that was the film that really, really uh, sent me in the direction of wanting to be an actor. Just seeing Tony and Maria getting up there and singing and doing their thing was great. Um, as far as soap opera performances go, I, I was always uh, really a big fan of Jerry Douglas, uh, who uh, was on Young and the Restless. Oh, yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Of the Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. And Gene Cooper, of course, he can't beat her. Um, I loved uh, Danny Romolotti. He was kind of a younger, cool, hip guy that I kind of emulated when I was young. Um, so, yeah, there's some really, really good, underrated performances, I, I think, in Soap opera that kind of fly under the radar. But um, so much talent, so much talent in that genre.
3: So I have two more questions for you. One, um, obviously, if you were to come back on GH as Roger, it would be that soap opera trope. But is there one, you know, evil twin back from the dead, you know, switching babies, putting on a mask and pretending to be someone else for a couple of months. Is there one soap opera trope that you'd really love to play?
4: Yeah. You know, I kind of tend to enjoy playing the the, the bad guy parts. Those are a lot of fun, and uh, I tend to get cast that way. So doing something that's a little bit outside the box, a little bit uh, on the edge, would be something that I would be interested in. Is that what you mean when you say trope?
3: Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, for me personally, I would love to play, you know, the Ryan Chamberlain, um, you know, the evil twin, good twin, and and we take each other's lives at one point, et cetera. I would go nuts to play something like that. Um, The last question I have for you is more of a technical question. Could you walk us through, you know, a day player perspective, coming to a SOAP, you know, specifically GH, but coming to SOAP as, you know, to GH as a day player, you know, what is that day like? What does it feel like? And what are some of the, you know, the tick offs on the checklist that you have to do as a day player?
4: Um, Yeah. Well, when, uh, when you get there, you uh, check in and and you uh, check in with the stage managers, you go to, Wardrobe and, and they give you uh, your wardrobe and take care of that. If you need hair and makeup, you go through that deal. And um, and then it's a, a bit of waiting. Uh, you're sitting in a dressing room and waiting for your scene to be called. They call it over the loudspeaker, and uh, you kind of go upstairs. Uh, the building itself is, is a bit of a maze. It's a, uh, kind of a maze of hallways, so it's, it can be a little confusing on uh, your first day. But uh, – Yeah, you go up there and you film and everybody is just so professional and they're a finely tuned machine. You know, they've been doing it since literally the Kennedy administration, so they know what they're doing. And soap operas are very different from uh, other types of genres because you're shooting so quickly. You're shooting 100-plus pages a day, Uh, whereas with film and television, you're only doing maybe two or three. So it's a very fast-paced environment, um, only a couple of takes to get it right. And, um, you know, people film their scenes, and then they're, they're done for the day. But it's really a warm, warm, loving environment, and I don't just say that to be another actor giving a compliment. Like, they really do seem like the type of people that want you to succeed, and they, they care about your success. They're very nurturing. Um, everyone's very kind there. Uh, my first day I was a little lost in the hallway and Eden McCoy kind of uh, sent me in the right direction without even uh, really knowing who I was. So it's just a really great um, environment to work in. Is there anyone that, you know, you've walked out
3: of the studio and, and said, you know, wow, I could be friends with this person?
4: Um, or have you become yeah, someone my... from the show? Um, You know, my first day there, um, Brianna Cole Henry was so uh, kind to me and just uh, very warm, and so I've gotten to be uh, friendly with her. Um, Donnell Turner, I've talked to you a couple times. Riel Andrews has been uh, a real great and a real inspiration. Um, Yeah, just getting to know them also on social media has has been interesting because – it it makes them – social media kind of makes actors real people, and you can really see their personalities. Um, so that's been great. And, of course, awesome. uh, Maurice my- Bernard is my, uh, is my personal hero. The, the guy's amazing. He does the show State of Mind and just a great actor.
3: Yes, we love State of Mind here on TQ Radio. Those are my questions. Thank it. you so much. And I look forward to whatever it is you're playing, I look forward to the new ones yeah. you're going to bring to it.
4: Thank you. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much for giving us your time tonight. You've been so welcoming.
4: I appreciate it, guys. And and thank you for everything that you do on Blog Talk Radio. I know you're working hard out there all the time talking to uh, all kinds of entertainers. So we appreciate you.
3: Well, I'm going to do a quick little plug. Our Candace um, is (laughs) one of the forces behind a great uh, drama out there forever and a day, so maybe uh, yes, yes. maybe there's a little walk-on <laughs> day player kind of thing for you in forever and a day.
4: Hey, Candace, you know how to find me. Okay.
3: I know how
1: to find you.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we all love each other. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like I'm like, okay, and, and and that's kind of funny. I'll talk to you later, right? About that.
4: Yeah, like no pressure, Candace. But um, you know, yeah, you, no pressure at all. Me. No,
1: like no, like nothing. Like, it's, look, it's like I already have something for for Anthony. Like Anthony keeps thinking I forgot about him because he put it out there, and I'm like, okay, I'm literally writing two scripts as we're speaking and getting ready to do a recording. So it's like I I have both of you guys. So there you go. So coming soon to Forever Today
3: the is these two guys. <laughs>
1: There you go. Candice, when
2: when you you
3: write us
1: both
2: as yes.
3: super villains that are absolutely <laughs> you hilarious. To, you guys want to be – okay. You know, and, and, yeah, perfect. We'll be partners, like partners like in crime. Wait. Here's the
1: thing. Brett, I heard that question. <laughs> like, when do I have time to sleep? I don't know.
4: I know. You're doing so much. You're doing the blogs. I know. You're doing this. You're doing the Twitter spaces and you're writing I'm doing,
1: things. I'm doing Twitter space. I'm doing writing. I'm now doing YouTube. I'm
3: like <laughs> – and she's a full-time teacher. This, and this I'm
1: a you teacher. know, I want but to be I'm on Kansas vacation when I grow up. But I'm, I'm mm. on vacation this week. See, I'm on vacation this week, so I get to do a little bit more. So, <laughs>
4: but yeah. you're not even on vacation because you're doing uh, soap opera stuff. But
1: I'm, but, but, I, but I'm loving, I'm loving doing this. Like, I, you know how I am right. about this genre. Like, I like, you know, look. Here's the thing: her, if I was in the be. hospital, yeah, if I was in the hospital, which I've done this. I literally was strapped
4: to an IV, and I still did a, a podcast. That's crazy, I'm but not, I am not That doesn't surprise me in the least. That doesn't surprise me at all.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I can <could> see that.
3: <laughs> you know what, Brett? Bro, no, I the mean. Fun.
4: No, God. See, and Ken, if you're a perfect example of the fans that I'm talking about, like you guys are just so committed and and so um, just loyal, no, no, it's bro, amazing. Brett, that I don't, was really I don't nice see friend, this in other genres.
1: No, Brett. I, w- I, w- I would say thank you, but I'm even going to call it out. That was crazy for what I did. That was just like pure crazy. Like, okay, Candace, you're in the hospital, honey. You got an IV in your arm. Why are you doing the podcast? <laughs> like, I just didn't want to be in the hospital. I was hoping that you would say, Candice, you can leave now. No, I was bored. I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember that day. I remember <laughs> that day as if, if it was like yesterday. But yeah. I mean, but I was doing it. Still, it you know, probably, I was committed. I was
4: committed. Well, it probably distracted so. you from what was going on in the hospital. So in that way, maybe no, it was good.
1: No, wasn't. No, no. <laughs> 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 yeah. Sorry, Brad.
4: You gotta take care of yourself. I don't know why the how the <laughs> nurses were even letting you do that. That's funny.
1: Because I, <laughs> I was in my, I was in the room. I was like, they was like, um, wait here while we get the doc. Like I was admitted to the room. I had to stay overnight. And I was like, oh, do I was like, can I go home now? <laughs> and then I was like, well, clearly clearly that I'm not going to be seen tonight. So I was like, well, let me just go ahead and call into the podcast. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about General Hospital. In the back, they're hearing, they're, they did hear, Candace, uh, why do we, it sound like you're actually at General Hospital? Oh, yeah, I'm at the hospital. <laughs>
4: oh, my gosh.
0: And, you know, you, know you like, would probably do it again. Before you slide up out of here.
3: No. No. Come on, girl. You know hey, you funny, Honey, you'd be on life support, and they would say, oh, no. we have an interview with Mara West. And you'd be
1: like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm there. Like, do worry like, about I'm it. They'd be like, clear. <laughs> Mark, a quick question. How did you feel? Uh, clear. Clear. <laughs> How did you feel about uh, the, the scene with Ava
3: was <laughs> and her said, Clear? Like, I said, was... Claire?
4: Yeah, okay. <laughs> I could see it right, happening. Before
3: you slide up out of here, what is your guilty pleasure? Mm-hmm. Um, let's go TV-wise and then just, like, hobby-life-wise. You know, are you a lifetime junkie? Do you love Hallmark? Do you like the, like, deadliest catch? What's your guilty pleasure?
4: Oh, my guilty pleasure. Gosh. You know, I really like the, the old <laughs> – this is going to sound dumb, but I, I like the old kind of uh, late 90s lifetime movies mm-hmm. that they used to do back in the day. Yes,
1: yes, yes. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Like they were, they yes. were just
4: a little bit le- – uh, yeah, they were just a, a little different back then. I don't know how to describe it, but I, I love them. And lifetime um wasn't time, the same um,
1: plot. It wasn't the same plot over and over again.
4: Right. I'm, right. And yeah. I think the names were more creative too. It wasn't telling you exactly yeah. what's happening in the story in the title.
1: Yeah, like shh, don't tell but, mom danger is coming. Or uh <laughs> yeah. was it? Mm-hmm. The long the long road home. I'm like, Okay, I still don't get why they would call that the long road home, but then I saw it and I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. She was kidnapped. Okay, she ran away. Got it.
4: <laughs> I, worked on one with, uh, I worked on one with every poll called uh, My, My Daughter's Psycho Best Friend. <laughs> Just telling you exactly what's happening in the, in the show, in the title. It's very funny. I'm wondering I, exactly
3: which part Avery's playing.
0: <laughs>
4: okay, I know. What was what, mm-hmm. you had another part to your question too. I'm sorry. What was that second part? I mean, how about
3: life? Are you a pool junkie? Do you like the beach, surf? What's the, you know, what's your guilty pleasure in life?
4: Oh well, I'm doing something c- kind of fun right now. as I'm uh, trying to uh, run a thousand miles in 2022. So uh, I'm about 650 miles in right now. I'm kind of behind where I need to be. But um, I've been trying to hit up some of the soap uh, opera actors to see if they can uh, run the last few miles with me in December. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but, yeah, I love, uh, I love running, uh, exercise, fitness, and uh, just, you know, watching movies, all that kind of good stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time.
3: Um, if you, you could so say much, anything
4: to your fans, what would you want to tell them? Oh, just thank you, guys. I, I would not... Uh, I'm not under the impression that I'm doing this for any other reason except for, uh, you know, that I'm able to continue doing this for any other reason other than the fans that have been so supportive and wonderful. Um, so I would say thank you. Uh, keep watching. And uh, we'll see where we go from here. There's a lot of good stuff coming up in the future.
3: Well, when you get that contract on stage, or um, you know, the young and the restless, will you come back and talk to us again?
4: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, from your mouth to uh, their ears, I would love to. <laughs> a lot of magic happens from Take Two Radio, guys. Tell them.
0: Yep.
2: All right. Have a Candid good night. Is, Thank you so much. has like dropped. Or her phone died. Oh, no. And, yeah, she said she wanted, a, she wanted to give you her best, Brett. And oh. you're doing a great job.
4: Well, thank you, guys. I, I really appreciate you. Thank you for being so thank loyal was to so the much genre. Fun. It was so much fun. And I really can't wait to see how they brought you back
3: again. This is going to be awesome. You've been a yeah, sort it's of, be a, lot of a lawyer, yeah. and let's see where you are, where you are now.
4: <laughs> Watch on, uh, I think my episode airs uh, November 6th, so keep watching.
3: All right. Have a good night, man. Thanks for joining okay. us. Okay. Thank
2: okay. you
4: very much. You guys much. have a good night, too. Take you care. Too. Bye-bye.
2: Bye.
3: All right. Well. That was a great interview. They you know, all are. We 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 get some some yes, really good and fun you know moments with 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 our actors and actresses. But you know we, we are do. running a show and the show does have a format. So there she is. She's bad. let's go to. Oh, there she is! But let's okay, go to Mister Willie. Mister Willie, she is. what show do you, do you want to talk about first?
2: Hi, honey.
5: Uh, let's talk about. Let's talk about young and the restless. There's so much
3: excitement and um I'm enjoying the story pacing's going on over there. You know a couple of weeks ago i i you know I had said I was refiling my papers and and I was reactivating my therapy sessions but I, i'm i I've got a good feeling right now, so really what's um What's really tickling your fancy or other parts <laughs> about the Young and the Raptors Tucker right
5: McCall, man. Seven St. Yes. John seven is killing it. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I adore Ashlyn, but I'm going to say it. Um, Tucker McCall takes over Ashlyn, Ashlyn Locke. He is doing things that we wanted Ashlyn to do, kind of like – Ashlyn was kind of like trying to be the villain but doing things on the side. But Tucker – is doing it where you can see it and you can hear it and it's it's making sense in the storyline. So I'm enjoying all of the excitement and all the pacing and all the manipulations. I love how he talks to to Ashley and she's like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, Tucker, yeah. She's like, she doesn't take his bull, but at the same time, she's still attracted to him. So you still see there's still that pull that Tucker has with Ashley and he's going, I love that he knows how to use her to pull the strings so it's going really good I'm enjoying all of that
3: you know we spoke about social media thanks to our Candice and a lot of folks when when the announcement was made oh cool when the announcement was made a lot of folks were saying okay this is going to be Victoria's new love interest etc etc I have to say the chemistry between um, him and Eileen is off the charts Mm-hmm. I am so feeling Oh, my God. The only thing,
2: it's the dripping only thing that could make
3: it better for me, oh, my God. They, they, it, like, I am literally like, homina, homina. The only thing that could make well, it better for me is if they would throw a Tracy triangle into it. Let him have something yes. that he feels do for Tracy, too, sister. and do that sister, yes. do that sister thing. It's been years since they've done it. It's time to it's time to go back to that. Let him have a little feeling for Tracy too, and let the you, you know the cat fight begin.
5: Well, there was supposed to be some little rumblings that Trevor could be for Sharon, but I found out that through some rewrite that what's going on with the changes because you all know that we 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 got Michelle Morgan now as recurring. So that changed a lot of the dynamic of storylines because she was supposed to get back with Billy within like the next couple of months. But because of that, and there's nothing with there's nothing wrong with her choosing to be recurring, it just means that the stories have to change a little bit in pace. Um, you can tell by the way the stories are, they kind of like shifted real quick. So uh, yeah. Karen still gets a new lover. It just won't be who people expected, but that'll still be interesting. Um, but I can not tell I you,
2: know who it that is. That, there's a
5: wedding coming, there's a wedding coming, and it's an unexpected couple. Nobody saw coming.
3: All right. I got to ask this question to my girl, because we have been talking about this on and off for, I would say, at least three years. Girl, are you there? Are you back, Candace?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here.
3: Devon and Abby. So, let's go. Let's go. Let's
1: go. This is, is it going to okay. happen?
3: Is it really going to happen?
1: Okay, here's my thing. Well, right now, they, they, well, this is the thing. I've noticed what they've been doing, and I'm okay with this if they follow through with it. Because the fact yeah, that Chance, Thank you. Chance and Abby right now are not on the same page. Chance is over here doing his thing. And Abby is over here doing her thing. And I think the Tucker thing has kind of unnerved her a little bit because there is history with Abby and Tucker. I think right and now... I
2: don't think he has any with her, right, Candace?
1: Who, Tucker?
2: Chance doesn't have any connection.
1: To, what, to Tucker? Well... To Tucker.
2: So that's why yes,
1: he's just Yes and them. no. Well, yes and no. But the thing is, is that they're not, not going it's to not play. As deep. It. It's, it's not, not as, as deep as the others. Well, the thing is, is that Tucker is Catherine's son, so that's his. Oh. Let me get this right. His right. you know, son, Brent. that's her, like his uncle. Like chances, great, like uncle in the sense, depending on how you look at it. But yeah. it's not like there's not a lot to come from it. Even though Tucker did do stuff yeah. with Joe. So it so Chance does have some history with with Tucker, but not as much as Abby and Devon. Right. So. Oh, you know I'm,
5: what I I'm, can't I'm, stand is the fact that have you caught it, Candace, and everybody? Have you noticed that if Abby was actually happy in her marriage, why did she complain so much about her husband working? Well,
1: I mean. Okay, yeah, realized, I'm gonna step yeah. in on that one. Okay, I was gonna, you I was know, gonna do it, but they, go
3: ahead. they, they have to lay ground for something, um, and if they're laying ground for a full, Abby and Devon are gonna go for it, and it's if, if that happens fully, then it's gonna blow up a whole set of friendships, relationships, et cetera, et cetera. So right. you know they. The ground has been laid that there's an attraction there, that there's a deep, deep friendship between the two of them. That's all there. So if it hasn't happened already, they've got to lay the ground for what was the trigger that if they've held back or if it hasn't happened all this time, you know, there needs to be something that's. So, you know, I'm reading it as that they're laying ground at the moment. Um, You know, and and Tucker brings... Yeah, Tucker. You know, Tucker brings his own history, his own, you know. So when and if, and please let it be if that happens, you know, and, and it it's going to blow a whole lot of relationships beyond, you know, Abby Chance, Devon, uh, you know, and, and the whole family dynamic. Man, so you know, just watch the beats that they're laying because they're either red yeah. herrings or they're laying the groundwork to explain how these characters have been in each other's orbit. They've been best friends. They've been all of these things and never actually realized like, Hey, I Mm -hmm. want you, you know, I want to do some swirl up in, you know, up in Egyptian cotton. Question for y'all for the YNR
5: um, segment is how are y'all feeling? The fact of that, um, this whole thing with, um, Lily getting mad at, Billy for trying to be helpful and talking to Nate about the situation, about trying to ask forgiveness and try to, you know, start start fresh with his family. Do you think that Lily was right to get mad at Billy, or do you think she went too far getting mad at him?
1: She's doing exactly what she needs to do. I would be mad too. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm loving your opinion. That's what I'm asking yeah I'm, yeah,
5: with you. I'm that, glad Lily, yeah, I'm glad Lily took a page out of her mom, Drew, and gave him a full, you know, got mad at him. That's that's what she needs to do.
1: Well, it's not that. It, uh-uh. This is the thing. When when you have family issues and everything, first and mm-hmm. foremost, you want family to that handle it. Up, yeah, you want the family to handle it because the thing is is that Nate was trying to ruin something that her and Devon was doing. That was for the yep. family. You don't go yep. ahead and lie and lie in my face after mm-hmm. I fed you I you know, stuff like that. You don't sit in my face and tell me I was going to do A, B, C, D, F, G to you because of something that Devon and me. No. You said a knife in not only my heart, but also you turned your back on the family. So just with yeah. that, I'm done with you. Now for Billy who's seen how this operates because Lord knows Billy has done stuff to the Abbot and Jack and everybody else. Right. The problem is is that Billy wants to he wants to be the fixture. He wants to do what Jack normally does. If you notice Billy's trying to do the things John has done J- that Jack has mm-hmm. done, but the problem is is that Lily is like, "Uh-uh." No, 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 no. You you, you you, on my side. Because it's like, again, if Billy tries to do something for Nate, and the way that Lily is seeing things right now, because she's upset. She's pissed off. It's right. Like, you got any no, reason no, to be. No, like, no, you got no, any like, reason to be. On my, Yeah, like you're on my side, Billy. Like either you on my side or you stay out of it.
3: And well, here's started, the thing I'm going to on That's Mm -hmm. the one thing that The Young and the Restless does better than any soap on air, and I'm including digital, okay? The Young and the Restless plays their family through lines better than any other soap out there. And we have to Mm -hmm. harken back to, Mm -hmm. Lily and Devon are Neil's kids. They grew up with Neil. And so, we're seeing Lily... We're seeing Lily evoke Neal's, um, you, you know, the easiest way to, to point it out is Michael uh, on General Hospital. Um, you know, the whole, this is not the sunny, this is the cold, this and that. I don't think General uh, Hospital is doing it well at all, yeah. and we'll get to that later. But, yeah. you know, that's the Neil influence in her. But the madness, you know, the, the anger in her is, you know, is is her mama. You know, so she's wrestling with both sides of that. But, you know, it's always going to be. Lily and Devon are always, no matter how mad they get at each other, when it comes down to it, it's always going to be winters over Genoa City.
5: Candace, yes. only yeah, that through line
3: is it's always.
5: Water. I love it. I love it. Yes, I yeah. agree. I agree. That's what I'm saying. And I, and I love and what Nathan, she told you really, her. She told Billy he's feeling guilty for leaving um, Chancellor's. Chancellor Winters, I'm like, thank you, Lily. You finally said it. He's finally not recording. Not, he's not
1: babying him. And
3: I'm just like, you know what? This is how I feel. It's about time she said it. It is about time she said it. Absolutely. And I'm gonna point one more thing out that some folks will be uncomfortable with, but again, you know, this is this is the world that soap creates. Um, Mm -hmm. We have a, a very storied history of Billy not being able to fully follow through, not being able to once he get he likes the shining. He likes the attention, et cetera, et cetera. But then when he uh-huh. gets to the role, he can't handle it. And deep down inside, I think that's also what they're trying to show us. Deep down inside, Lily knows it. And she you know, and she's trying to usher him to where he needs to be without putting too much responsibility on him because she knows in the end, he's gone crack like he always has. History yeah. is the best, you know, foretelling of what's going to happen in the future. And if you look at Billy's history, she has every right to feel the way she does. I, I think the writing is real good right now. Oh no, real it's good.
2: really good. That's yeah, they're on think
3: spot it's not here. To everybody
5: that for once, Lily did not step back and say, "Oh, it's okay, Billy. You you did your best, and you you tried to talk to me." I'm like, thank goodness. The writing is finally coming out. Lily's finally standing up for herself and not giving in to Billy's charms. And that's what we all wanted since the get-go. I mean, they make a cute couple, don't get me wrong, but she needs to call him out for what he makes mistakes on. That's what relationships is about, the good and the bad, and not always being on eggshells. And I think that's the problem we saw in the couple, is Lily was too much being on eggshells and always having to baby Billy, and that's what we just, like... Maybe this relationship just isn't going to work.
3: All right. Well, for the sake of time, let's uh, – wow, excuse me. I apologize. For the sake of time, let's jump over to L.A. and talk a little bold and the Beautiful. We haven't heard a lot from David. So, David, why don't you fill us in on the bold and the Beautiful?
2: Well, first of all, let's say um – I think this is a bunch of crap, what's going on. Um, Ridge mainly because he has left Brooke for basically no reason. Again. Again. For Taylor, again. And he has not, and Brooke is like very much up in the air because he, she does not understand why and he's not going to tell her and that's what's irking my jaw i you know how i feel about ridge i don't think he's good for either of them no and i i i I can't i can't see taylor why does taylor want to have him back i don't know Why would you want a man that
5: goes back and forth for other women? I don't get it. I know Taylor and Brooke are strong women, but come on, even the writers can figure something out and do better because this is not, these women deserve better. Seriously, you're going to deal
3: with Ridge? That's just a joke. These women do deserve better, but I think Taylor sees getting truly back together with Ridge will solve problems for both of her children. Yeah, I and she'll get the man, and she'll get the man that she's wanted on and off for the bulk of her entire adult life. We do have to remember something, folks. We watch these shows for, you know, in the case of the Bulls and the Beautiful, a half hour a day, five days a week. Yeah, you know, but it's based upon the fact that. You know they are living full and complete lives. We're giving clues as to what's going on off screen to to uh, supplement what we actually see on the screen. We're supposed to suppose a lot of what's happening that we don't get to see because there's 24 hours in a day, and we only get to see them for a half hour a day. You know, this woman has wanted him in some form for all of her adult life, and now it seems that her kids' happiness and and being able to move forward in life also depend on whether or not they find their way back together. So, you know, on Taylor's end of it, I, you know, I'm completely, I understand, I'm not, now I'm on board, yeah. I don't think, I, understand I don't think they should be a couple,
4: but yeah. I understand
3: I it I feel bad, yeah,
5: I feel bad for Taylor.
3: Yeah. Brooke, I don't understand, because I'd be like, you know what, <laughs> you
5: know what, Ridge, I'm Brooke. Brooke's going to be fine, she's got every man in Los Angeles wanting her, I swear, that proposal, everybody's like, are you kidding oh, God. me? It's like, oh my God, I loved it. Because the typical Brooke, she's going to get that rose from some guy, it doesn't matter who it is, from Los Angeles. Don't worry about Brooke. She
3: manages to land on her feet. I mean, let's break it down for a second. First off, the actress herself, Katherine Kelly Lang, she's gorgeous. She's got a presence. There is yeah. something about her that pulls oh, you in. Oh, I Love, her. love yeah. her or hate her when she's on screen, the dynamic. But besides that, she's Brooke Forrester. And, you know, and no one's ever spit I, that I know of. Candace, correct me if I'm wrong. No one's ever spit in someone's face actually on camera in, in so far nope. history. But yeah. I would spit in his face and say, don't ever come back for a little Forrester Punani because the, door, the door's closed, the gates are locked, and I'm building a privacy wall. You ain't never coming back.
2: So, I hope he, she doesn't it, let him back.
1: Okay, so as somebody who can't stand ridge. Seriously. <laughs> can't stand. Like it's to the point where, all right, you don't believe Brooke. Okay. So what do you do? Oh, wait, Ridge, you like to run back and forth because you did this when you saw Bill and Brooke and you ran to and got married. You did this when you kissed Quinn. You did this da da. Okay.
3: Brooke he's been Taylor. doing this since I, like, Caroline. He's been well, doing he's, this
1: well, since Caroline. But it's gotten worse. Between His entire Yes, Taylor.
3: girl, yeah. And
1: to me, my thing is, is that, Taylor, honey, it's nice that you came back. But if you, the reason, one of the reasons you were gone was because you didn't want to see Ridge and Brooke together. Baby, we got some yeah. issues we need to talk about and sit down. Brooke. Yep. Honey, you are Brooke Logan. Look. Before you was a Forrester, you was Brooke freaking Logan.
3: That is you true, girl. Chemist.
1: You was a chemist who, who came up with belief, okay? Don't forget that. Don't ever mm-hmm. forget that. You are a smart, intelligent woman. Both of you guys are. But to allow Ridge to play with you, and this is, and look, all jokes aside, this is mental abuse. Yeah. This is there emotional you go. abuse is. all the way Freak around. It. And the fact that your daughters and little Steffi, I got some words for you too. But the yep. thing is, is that Ridge, you are such a you're not you're just wrong for all this because we all know what's going to happen once the truth comes out. You're going to be like Taylor. I, I just don't think it's right for us because I was told a lie. But Ridge, oh we so have disgusting. we have forever. I want this beach house. Like we need to. And everything, and then he runs back to Brooke. If I was Brooke, like you guys said, I would have my, I would have guard dogs. I would have pepper spray. I have pepper spray in a drink, mm-hmm. you taste it. I would have security, like real, like high guard. With Taylor, Taylor, you need to channel all that energy and buy yourself some protection too. Like neither one of you guys need to allow Rich to come back.
4: And oh, like this. Is, this is
1: the final. This would be the final thing for me, because all right, Brooke, you're so like, and it's interesting because Rich is like again, they're suffering from men- from from emotional. Fitness. I'm not going to say physical, but it's mental, emotional abuse, and Brooke clearly showed that when she was constantly crying and she was telling Bill. You can't be here. You can't da 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 da. All right. I know people have been saying stuff about the writing, but I got to credit that that writing because that was a throwback yeah. to the very beginning yeah. of Bold and Beautiful when she was. Yes. That was yeah. such a – I picked up on that. Now the thing is, is that I've been saying it for a while. I'm not taking anything to heart with bold because I have a I have a funny feeling we're gonna get a, we're gonna get the uh, I don't and by the way I don't know nothing. But I'm just like, looking, and I'm like, it's one heavy side of the storyline. And it's mainly Steffi and Taylor. Because I'm like, okay, Brooke is crying, she weeping, Taylor got the happy yeah. ending, quote, unquote. Steffi's like, you know, wants this for her mama, but Steffi, you should actually want this for your mama. You, of all people, know
3: how it okay, feels. Okay, wait, wait, wait right there, Candace, because I have to step in right here. Exactly. Okay. You, of all people, who have been locked in the triangle with Hope and Liam, you found your sin, etc., etc. You, of mm-hmm. all people, especially that you found the re- uh, redemption or whatever you want to call it, within, that you broke out of it all and realized that you there is life outside. Yes, there is life outside of that cycle, but you want to throw your mama, you want your mama to, to accept scraps? It's your own. Uh, yeah.
1: And Thomas. She does. And Thomas is yeah, and a whole no, but different breed.
3: But wait, wait, wait. Wait, Candace, look at the way it's playing, though. Thomas oh, yeah. is basically shadowing Steffi. And then and then yeah. he takes it to a fun little quirky kind of level. But but Thomas is not originally thinking. He's shadowing Steffi. Right.
1: right. And that's what makes me forget. think that there's something... There's, like... I Me, personally... I, I said this from jump I feel as though this is not the real bold this is not like there's yeah. certain things that's really happening but I don't believe this is the reality that we're seeing I believe this is right. somebody's it's the missing element view.
5: missing element and also I want yeah. to add that don't forget Stephanie Carter it when she from the get go she told Ridge that Brooke Logan is not the love of his life that he thinks that she is
1: and that's when I would be like, little girl, you have seen Brooke in my home, around this office, for years. Don't act like this is brand new.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
1: I mean, you. Brooke, has literally, Brooke has been a mm-hmm. <laughs> little laughing, bit, A laughing been, you Remember when Quinn yeah. told
5: Brooke when they were fighting? She said, Stephanie should have taught you how to slap better.
1: <laughs> and then, that, and that, see, if I was Brooke, I was like... This is what I would have been like if I was writing the show, and I would say to me as Brooke says oh and ask Stephanie I where she Quinn. is right Well, here's the thing, and I would have said to Brooke, when, as Brooke, to Quinn, ask Stephanie where she is right now. Have a nice day. Because that Matt Brooke still stood. She still standing. I don't care what anybody says. Did every, Brooke is still standing. Did everybody she was,
2: watch did know,
1: this
5: episode? Did you watch this episode, everybody? I didn't. Yes. I a of of, yeah, I saw bits of pieces. Yeah, I saw bits of pieces of it. Okay, then you kind of yeah, get a hit. Yeah, I did. Of what the question is is we what saw, was your reaction when you saw the return of a certain item?
2: Let yes. me just
1: say this: probably perhaps one of the best freaking performances came from from that scene today. Thank you. Thank you. I just y'all y'all know that's one of my favorite props too. So, but. But no, here's the thing. This oh, is what I do. Wait, wait, wait! It's Stephanie's portrait your draw back. Draw drop when you saw it. When you saw no, it. No, we're talking about
2: the mannequin.
1: No, wait, wait, no, no.
2: The whole mannequin. David, oh, I wasn't he trying to say. We was not Davey, I didn't see it. you. Get, yeah. he, didn't he, see, he didn't see
1: it today. No, don't worry. You're still trying to walk around it. way. I
3: going to walk around it. Yeah, we're still. Hope found it. Who found the mannequin?
1: You gotta wait and watch. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. We're not gonna spoil it for you. I was trying to walk around it. I was just trying to see
5: what self-reaction was. I was just going around it. No, but in all
1: honesty,
5: like... All right, Candace, it's out of the bag. What was your reaction? Did you draw draw a drop or you're like, oh, not again?
1: I was like, oh, Lord.
3: Right?
2: Oh, Lord. Right? That was mine. Okay.
3: Uh, all right. Y- y'all I can't think that, do this
2: to me. That's what Thomas is doing too. Y'all can't do this to me. Did somebody oh, find the mannequin
3: and now he's got to explain stuff, or was he back talking to the mannequin like, like you know, like it's a person? can take this one. No, she dropped it again.
5: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, go ahead, David. Tell him what happened with the
3: mannequin. Uh Uh-oh. Hold on. Willie, what happened with the mannequin while David gets Candace back?
2: Okay, tell him. I'm trying to see if I can get Candace back.
3: Well, I didn't
5: get to see who actually found it. All I got to see was the – because it was acting up over here on my end – but what I did see was that um, we see the picture of the frame of the mannequin, and I was just like, "Oh my God, not again!" Not you know, I didn't think they were going to do this again with the mannequin story. But it, I heard about it, but I really thought it was just a rumor. I didn't think they were going to go with it again. So you'll see that. you'll see Anthony. Yeah, I'm curious your reaction oh, when Anthony. you get to the scene.
3: Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna say this. I can't wait to see. Um, but but I, I, I do have to say this, y'all all know that Pearson was and, and uh, you know Adam was Thomas for a very long time, and, and I love the way that he portrayed. Yeah. But Peer, but Pearson was Pearson took Thomas to a place that I was. Mm, mm, mm. But Matthew yeah. Thomas, yeah. I enjoy I enjoy almost every moment that Thomas is on screen. He does with the material that's given to him. I mean, think about it. It was COVID, all, uh, everything that was going on and, 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 you know, and and (laughs) and I love that man. I know what you're talking
5: about. I love him. He is, he he is magic in a bottle. When he's on screen, you better believe I'm watching it.
3: And, you know, you know, everybody on this show who listens weekly uh, bi-weekly and thank you for all the support for Take Two Radio for all our listeners. But, um, I love my child actors, and whether it's yes, um,
2: I'm something. Henry. Oh, my God, Anthony, speaking of child actors,
5: you're going to love today's episode. There's a certain scene that's going to melt your heart, and everybody's been talking about it, so stay off of Twitter if you don't want to know. Uh, no, I'm going to watch yeah. it right after we're yes, done. Um, you right haven't after seen them, it today? Yeah, you're, you're, your heart's going to melt. Today? No, no yeah, when I saw it, right, I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. The writers are getting it. Between Y&R, Bowden the Beautiful, and Dave's and General Hospital, I don't know what happened, but the writers are waking up and the writing is getting strong on all our soaps again. Dave's already had it. Yeah. But I'm talking about the other soaps that were dragging. I don't know if they woke up one day and said, you know what, let's start writing. But that's, right, David? It's like all these soaps are starting to be
3: revigor- re- revitalized.
2: They're trying to the wake up, yeah. yeah. They to have a the job. All to of them do.
5: Again.
3: Yeah. So back to my original point, though. No matter who's playing Douglas, both actors, um, they, have, they have found young male actors that really, really care, pull, tug at our heartstrings. Oh, both yeah. actors who play
2: Douglas they do.
3: are, are, are
2: phenomenal.
3: yeah. I, I, yeah. Yes. I, kudos to whoever. Actors. They're great. They're great. Yeah. Kudos to whoever is casting these young kids. You know, and y'all know. I am absolutely adorably, I want to kidnap her and and disappear in Alaska somewhere. I I am so in love with Violet. Oh, I love that little girl. Oh, and don't forget that
0: Connor and Johnny,
5: Connor Connor and Johnny from the rest of us are are killing it over there. Connor and Johnny are the next generation. Anthony and Will. um, uh
2: I have to tell you, when you watch today, my heart broke into pieces. And you'll, you'll know why.
3: You're talking both? Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, no. I think I know. Yeah, okay. I,
5: yeah, there's so many emotions. I'll tell you. Well, I it's who we it. were
2: talking about.
5: I literally, I okay. know what you're talking about, David. I literally have my my imaginary Kleenex box ready because it's emotional. But it's a very good, like I said, the writing People can say what they want about B&B,
3: but today, the writers earned their, their spot. Today, they earned it. I'll text you, David, after I watch it, but I think I have an a, a, an idea of, of why. All right. For, you know, sake of, of you know, time and, and, and moving along, let's go to Salem. And I, I, I'll start this okay. one out. Um Days, 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 days of oh, God.
2: Run, run, it's like
3: run. Co- it's like a roller coaster. I'm with you. I'm on it. I'm going up the hill. I'm feeling it. I got all the butterflies. I drop. And, and then there's no loop to loop There's no whirly-whirly.
0: <laughs> Which
3: story? Because
5: they kind of converts together. I think I get confused.
3: Okay, I'm gonna. I, I'm just gonna put this out there. I know that they needed to do something to put a wrench in Paulina's campaign. Yeah, but no, 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 no.
5: Especially, I thought it was my ADD yeah. because I can't get that storyline. I don't understand it between Paulina running for some type of campaign and then we her daughter
3: for governor
2: for the governor oh my
3: god I'm just so confused she's yeah.
2: running for governor <coughs> okay instead of Abe I, I, and then I, something
3: you know happened and with now, Janelle, right Chanel's past and now is we have up. Chanel is a, is a potential murderer she did something in college look okay I'm sorry they had a gold mine of a storyline queued up what they should have done is they should have had Chanel regretting her decision between Allie and um, Johnny. And yeah. the whole night the whole night with Alex, Alex should have been, oh, my God, this is the one. Meaning either Allie or Chanel, either way it would have been. But they threw that storyline away just to have a sensational moment where they did the threesome and, and, and even gave it to us I on think- screen.
5: I and, then I and then they threw it away.
3: And then you threw it away for this Paulina yeah. wax um, Chanel. Nah, I, 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 I'm, I'm... Okay. Mm.
5: I'm going to add, why on earth would Ali and Chanel, of all people, why on earth would you invite someone like Wendy Lee to live with you? She's a stranger. Mm-hmm. Why are they inviting...
1: Strangers oh, to my the
5: God. Yes, okay thank to. you. My God, thank I you. wanted to dump something out the window. Why are the writers... Making Canel and Allie look – you know I'm not an Allie fan, but on this one, I am going to support the the, the the women. Why are they making them so idiotic? Come on, they're strong women. They should have better um, thinking. Like, why are you inviting a stranger to your home? She's no connection to you. You owe her nothing. I mean, she could steal stuff from you, and I'm sorry, but that's for you because you moved her in. Like why and, you've got, a, and you've got and you've got a stages? kid in the mix, and you've got a kid this in the mix. Stupid. I'm sorry, Ron. I love yeah. you, writing, but this is this is an epic fail. I was like all the other fans. Like, what the th is going on, mm.
3: David?
2: I, know, I don't know. I don't Did know. Did you get Candace back? By uh, the way, no. No,
3: I guess not. Okay,
2: <laughs> her phone is still charging.
5: Oh my god! I swear, I just um, my anxiety went up so on this yeah. one.
2: Like my My, I my question girl? is uh-uh. Yeah. My question is is Sloane's client already on the canvas? Yes. Do you think?
3: I do believe so, yes.
2: You think she's it's a he or a Because I can I couldn't make out but what do you think?
3: I believe it's a she. I believe she's already on canvas, but I believe that she's someone that we see often on that will come in for an arc and be here, you know, often, and then fade away once the storyline is done. More in two weeks, because I actually have something to break on next show, on the next show. That's going to be very, very juicy in the world of days. We are, we are going to embark on a storyline to rediscover someone that has been lost to the day's universe for a long time. That's connected to a, can- a character on canvas that will end up being connected to this storyline. And I'll story give you line. one, I'll give you one little hint. No one in the Demera family is ever really dead. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, Lord. Okay. Oh but my I've got major news On next I love
5: Kristen, why is, show. why is she okay. living with Marlene? Why is she living with Marlene and John? It doesn't, I, don't, I don't understand it.
2: Why does Kristen want to live with them?
5: No, why is she living with them? Isn't she living with them as well? Am I... Is that misunder- the misunderstanding, right? When I saw her on today's episode... Three. Where she's with Marlena. Grady, in the, in Kristen, the
2: room? and Rachel are living with John and Marlena. <laughs>
5: oh my God! <laughs> okay, I just like I know that they're trying to be a family unit, but I don't understand why yeah. doesn't Kristen have her own place? I don't I don't get it. They're not married, but okay, okay, I get it. They're doing it for a family yeah. They're not situation. married. Okay, but I get it now. Okay, family unit.
2: But that's if that what, makes sense. That's okay. what she wants. Kristen okay. wants to I, I invent the perfect family. Yeah.
5: Okay. I was getting confused. I gotta tell you though, I am loving today's theme. Did you guys watch today's episode? I watched.
3: I about didn't watch 30 it all minutes, today. So like, I didn't okay, watch the but you gotta thing, see the I little watched.
5: part, right, Marlena? With uh, what is it, Rachel? Where she she's Rachel. eating the pumpkin. She's eating the cake or something that Rachel pancakes. and she's just like so cute with Rachel. Oh my god! I swear, I love uh Deidre. Hall. I just love her as Marlena Evans. She is just so sweet and heartwarming. Those moments will touch your heart. I just love that. With her, when she spends time with the grandchildren, Marlena is just the best.
2: Yeah, you match anyone with you have anyone acting with kids, and you know you're. It's an honest, it's an honest performance because they know nothing else.
5: And then it's cute because uh, Ray, uh, Kirsten told. Uh, Rachel, you know what would be really good? If you go get Grandma Marlena some some jelly, and she got her all excited, so she went to the kitchen, and that's where Kristen's getting ready to tell Marlena something, and Marlena gives her this look like, oh, please, don't even try. (laughs) Marlena, oh, my God, she does not play around with Kristen. She's ready for another round. I I swear, I just love that woman.
2: And I got, I got to add to you, Anthony. Yes. Cause I like, I like the children too. Little Holly. Oh, oh my God. She, yes. she just breaks my heart. Yes. The one they have. I don't think she's too keen on Rafe. I think she prefers Eric more. Um, but um
1: Are they showing Parker?
5: Are they showing Chloe's son anywhere? Parker?
2: No, they haven't shown Parker.
5: Oh, okay. I was wondering because I know Jonas is dead, so I'm like, where's her son at? Explain that.
2: That's kind of weird. I know. Anthony, what do you have to say about that? (laughs) You know, at
3: least General Hospital, you know, gave us the idea that Liz's kids were locked up in in Grandma Audrey's attic. Um, at least we got an explanation yeah. of where the kids were. Um, I, I don't like that. You know, days will drop the idea of kids for weeks, months, even years, and then all of a sudden they come back and they're they're supposed to be a major part of, you know, a big canvas, the storyline, et cetera, et cetera. You know, having said
0: that, yeah. You know,
3: yeah, it doesn't make sense. Having said that, Why not, you know, didn't do that I, either.
5: Why not very specific about where their kids are, so that's you've got to give them credit yeah. for that.
3: Yeah, it's bold and gays that that play, fan, that play that play fast and loose with kids. Um, you know, I'm still I'm still in. I'm intrigued. I'm really really pissed off that the payoff from the Jennifer. Uh, you know, running over Gwen. They, they. It was red herring. Everything that they put out on social media let us believe something else. Um, I'm not mad at, at, at how it. I'm not mad at how it turned out. As far as you know, it, 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 one of the major characters didn't actually die, but um, I, I'm a little pissed off at the resolve of of that whole storyline. Um, the the rush to get rid of Clyde, Nancy, et cetera, et cetera. It could have been done in a better way. Um, I'm, I think Dave is in transition right now again, um, and, and I'm waiting yeah. to see, you know, I'll be the first one. I've never been a fan of Justin and Bonnie, um, yet the dynamic is cute and it's starting to grow on me. Um, you know, anything that keeps Robert Scott on canvas, you know, now that he's Alex, that's growing on me. You know, when it first when that when he first debuted as, as Alex, I really wasn't feeling that either. Um, why did they even bother to bring Will back? I'm just going to say that. Um, you know, Greg Riker. And then for him to so... get another job to leave again, that made no sense at all. Exactly. Why did you even bother to bring him back? They, there was nothing that pushed that storyline anywhere. No, was, I'm it, a Will and
5: fan, but they could have done better. I mean, if they wanted to separate, if they really wanted to do that, They should have just let Sonny find somebody in Salem, be on well, and move on, because this is just ridiculous. What kind of husband gets a job and then wants to leave again, and another
3: job? It made no sense at all. That was just... Honestly, honestly, Mm -hmm. what they should have done is, you know, he should have remembered on his own, and he should have had a quest to save Leo, even though all of what Leo had done to them in the past Sonny has that, that righteousness in him. He, he couldn't allow yeah. Leo to go down for something that he didn't do. And then spark some feelings and will say, I've got this job. You work this out. I'm going. You know, we'll figure it out and, and, and play it off that way. It, 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 I, I'm so very disappointed in, in the Will Sonny. Why bring him back? It, it, it did nothing. There was no reason to bring him back. No, all. it didn't do nothing. It was empty. Uh, before we go to
5: GH, I just wanted to add that I love no, how no, they no. Get, got Leo. I love how Leo flirts with Chad any moment, any chance that he gets.
2: Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Leo is comical. But I, and he's but I will watch. say this. I am very glad. He
3: flirted with
5: Chad and told him that he loved Chad's eyes, I thought that was the cutest thing.
3: Yeah. I... I honestly, I honestly want to see Leo and Xander team up somehow, not in a romantic way. I, and I know he, oh, right, he you right. know, got him in bed, but I think the yeah, two yeah, of them, like, uh, Bonnie, you know, Paul, Bonnie,
5: and Clyde, but it's guys, I got gotcha.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know, they they both have that comedic um you know they can both play serious and comedic they would play off each other so well and and they've both been sworn so many times it would be such yeah. a great storyline to play out um i love that yeah no you know i'm kind yeah, of in a holding was. pattern with days I, I was really really it after is. they vanquished after they vanquished the devil and and things started to kind of get back to normal as far as that storyline was concerned, I, I really thought it was gonna heat up other storylines in ways that never happened. And and we're in in a bit of a holding pattern. I'm I'm gonna wait and reserve judgment for another couple of weeks, especially, you know, we're going into November and they're already building what's gonna be the sweeps. If it plays out the way I think it's gonna play out Two weeks from now, we're going to have a good amount to talk about, days. So with I'm that, said, I think it's a great...
5: For you yeah. Um, is the rumor, and you can just clarify because I heard about it, but I hope it's not true. Are we done with the devil storyline, or is it true they're going to revisit it one more time? No.
3: Because I heard something nope, about we're not
5: getting possessed?
3: Nope. When I was done with it, okay. there's going to be Thank two you. more possessions, from what I heard. Really? Um, again? I
5: it's true and what I heard is true. That's what I thought. Yeah, because I keep hearing about it, yeah.
3: Yeah, apparently, from what I've I've heard, the devil is laying dormant in a character, and it's not Chloe. The devil is laying dormant in another character and is going to come back and ultimately have to jump into Chloe for some dramatic reason. Oh, my God, I don't know. Jump into
5: Chloe? Is this going to happen during November Sweep's?
3: Yep, that's oh, why I said
5: I in two We're oh, gonna have a lot to talk yeah. about. I know. I was worried about that. I oh really my God! Into that we have something a little more than just the Devil storyline for tweets months, but I kind of expected it at the same time, so I, I get you. What's hmm. happening over at General Hospital? What's I'm. Oh gonna wait do a right. minute! now. we're What's, not going to GH yet.
2: You I'll let me be, let me direct, please. Um, there's more I want to talk about in the days. Um. Good. Now I'm off my rocker. Good. All right. So what do you think? What do you think about Stephanie? And do you think she was just a filler for Abigail?
3: I think it'll be a fun triangle between Chad and Alex. Um, no, no, I don't think it's just filler. I, I think there's a lot more meat to play there.
2: I, I'm hoping that there's a little more to develop within her, because on the surface, this is just from my point of view. I don't know if you see it, but on the surface, I see it. Just she was just she's acting just like a replacement. But I am glad I am glad that they didn't jump he didn't Chad stopped what he wanted to do with Before her. they had Because he knew it was yeah. too soon. Yeah. Yeah. That that's well, what I'm happy about.
3: I'm gonna tease this. There is gonna be a very major um you mm-hmm. didn't see it coming shake up in the De family dynamics. The Damerick Company dynamics, et cetera, et cetera, and Stephanie is going to play heavily into that, and in a secondary way, so is Alex. So it's it's going to be very interesting. The end, and that's going to be ushered in at the end of November suites, taking us into the new year.
2: Taking us into the new year. Yeah. And what do you think? I
5: picked up. I picked what up do you think about a, a good direction with the Stephanie and Alex? So, yeah, remember, because uh, Alex was helping Stephanie with the Sloan situation. I can see that's going to make Alex and Stephanie share a little bit of a closer bond. So
3: that's interesting. And then something's going to happen to wise that she's going to be torn. Alex is going to have some information, et cetera, et cetera. Trust me, it's it's going to get juicy, and it's going to get juicy in a, in a good way. Uh, I'm not – I'm interested, and I'm not worried about Stephanie, Alex, Chad, uh, that whole set. That, that storyline is going to be good. I'm, the Paulina, daughter, uh, Chanel, Al, those storylines. I'm like, where are you going with this stuff? This, you know, a, it doesn't make sense. B, it's like stupid. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. no, but they've obviously made a huge investment in Robert. And 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 trust me, it's going to pay off coming into the new year, big time.
2: Oh, yes. So, um, what do you what do you think? Um, how how they can build up Sloan a little more? She's got something, but she's a little one dimensional. You think they should keep her that way? Is there more coming for her? Someone's going to get killed. That's my prediction.
3: She is. Someone's going to get, yeah. If if they were building her to be a, a permanent player, would they would have given us more cross-pollination. She'd be involved in something else. Um, the fact that they're keeping it so one note, she's probably going to end up being a victim of something for some reason. Willie, what do you think?
5: I kind of, with Sloan, I'm thinking we're going to kind of see the unexpected. So I think there's a twist coming in that situation.
2: Nice.
3: All right. Well, let's let's check back in two weeks and see if we feel the same way. Oh, I just
5: want to add for you as what watcher. Go Church, ahead. Um, Let's congratulate Jesse Lee Sofer. He's returning to Chicago PD as the director.
3: Oh, nice. Congratulations.
2: Oh, that's very nice.
3: And you it's just a want perfect to step segue, a Yeah,
2: it's
3: segue to, to, I think excited to good that To transition to GH because Rory is just put on contract with uh, Chicago. Yes, did you see him on there? He did a good job. Yeah, yeah. he did, and get he it. just signed a contract, so he will be leaving GH shortly.
2: And, and they have him on recurring right now. I remember. I think I read it the other day that he's been dropped to recurring. So that must yeah. mean. Well, can they can they still let him? Recur even though he's on contract? Yeah. Yeah, if they're, it, if you
5: they know, really it, depends to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, depends it depends on shooting. Yeah, it depends on schedule, shooting schedules and it. things. Yeah. But it's also about story, too, that if they don't have a good story for worry yeah. on g they might just let him go. Or, you never know, the hook could kill him.
3: Oh, that Well, you joke. know, the thing... <laughs> right. I, 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 you know, I hate to say this, but I would not be surprised if we find out that Rory dressed up as a female actually ends up being the hook killer.
5: You know, people are thinking mm-hmm. that too. He's people that. right now. Great. Yeah, it would make sense. If to
0: he's a dressed degree, up as I don't woman. know why he
5: would go after Sunny. Why would I know that they're saying the killer, hook killer, is supposed to be targeting not just. Tina's loved ones but Sonny if Rory was the killer what is his connection to Sonny? Why would he go after Sonny's loved ones?
2: He wouldn't well, because
5: there's a lot of because speculation because
2: was just an uh, accident
5: yeah because you remember the original right? target with Jocelyn? And that was Jocelyn it was target. Jocelyn right So that goes back. Why would Worry attack Jocelyn? Do you think he's
3: brainwashed
5: by Victor?
3: Well, there's a lot of speculation out there that... There's a lot of speculation out there that Sonny might not only have one child floating in the ether that he hasn't known about up until, you know, now or soon to be, but that there may be two children in the ether that will end up being Sonny's progeny, wouldn't it oh, be yeah. interesting? Oh, Lord. Yeah, I heard. I heard about the other one. I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah,
3: I'm really not. I'm not surprised on that one at all. But I've always said this since since Rory came on. I, I don't know why, but my gut said uh, 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 Brenda.
5: Okay, yeah, I thought Brenda too. But then the other one I thought of. If they don't bring Brenda back like they wanted. Um, I was thinking maybe the other person that they could go with is uh Lily. nope, Lily's the other one.
2: no, because she died before, right I thought she was alive Lily. I thought she was alive didn't she
5: didn't she survive or go somewhere out in uh, mm. off screen
2: No, no, she that died morning. in that explosion.
3: According, according to we know what of, right? we know, yeah. According to what we know, she died. But it's General Hospital. I mean, no one's ever died. Um,
2: right. Anything. Can but
3: the speculation I out there is true. that Dex.
5: I thought that too. Dex... I thought when we saw Worry, I thought you reminded me of Brenda with uh Brenda. Isn't Brenda Sunday Malik? Is Brenda Sunday Malik? Alex. Alex. Hell, yeah. yeah.
4: I
2: think. so. Alex.
5: A L E A L E C. Yeah. That Brenda. Brenda uh, Barrett vibe when I saw Rory, so I'm like, please let him be Brenda's son.
3: The speculation which I yeah, actually, Anthony, what was with him Theo. I'm sorry, what? What,
2: what was... Oh, I can't think of the name of that guy um, that she was involved with. His oh, son.
3: Oh, the, um, the Balkan. Brenda was
2: involved with his the son. The Balkan. The Balkan. The Balkan.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, he was a grandfather. And,
3: and, and don't forget, there was a time period where we thought that he was Dante's son, who is right. the son of Sonny. So, you know... And what happened to the I, other guy?
5: Brenda's baby daddy. What, what was his name? Is, what's his name, Alec, as well?
3: So, what happened to on
5: Yeah, that's where I get
3: confused. My speculation all, on all this is that Vanessa will actually come back to the show when Maurice is fully ready to retire. And they're going to send, because Laura Wright isn't going anywhere anytime soon. So they can't, the only way to send Sonny off with a happily ever after is to bring Brenda back and have her, you know, usher him off cam, off campus. So excellent
5: speak. story. Yeah, excellent story. I get
3: that. No, How are you
5: feeling about Carly and so Drew? Sad. Are you cool with it?
3: What? Are you cool with Carly and Drew? I'm a little more cool with it now than I was a couple of weeks ago. I still don't really
2: feel the burn for them.
3: Um, I hear you. I hear you. But I, I do. I think hope this is dynamic. the
2: beginning of something.
3: So let's let's pivot for a second. I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm really tired of the crypticness between Mason and Austin. Yep. Enough. I want to you know what that is. I, have I don't even care TV.
0: anymore.
5: Yeah, I don't care about that no more.
3: I don't care about that very much at all. I'm I'm tired of it. You know, I love Roger as an actor. I love him to yeah. Yes,
2: I do. But
5: yeah. but it's clear they take Rob Mason on to be an eye candy, and that's it. The women drool him over. But there's nothing, there's no story for him. There's no depth. So I don't get the character. I don't know what he's around for.
3: I had a feeling before Britt. Signed her contract with um, Station 19. I had a feeling that it, it was going to go in a triangle in that direction between Brick, um, Cody, and Mason. But that would have been. Fun. I don't know. That would have been or fun. you mean, or you mean Austin? No, I think actually between Brick, Cody, and Mason, um, because they flirted. Mason than, Austin, you know, a Mason Austin's cousin. Yeah. Um, they flirted with that chemistry the first time Britt walked in on Austin and Mason talking. They flirted with that chemistry, mm-hmm. and then like a week later, we got the news that Britt was going to go back to recurring status because she's on Station 19 now. So Station I think 19, that they're pivoting right and and trying to figure out what to do. I also would not be I would not be surprised in the least. If this whole, whoever this woman is that's pulling the strings of of Austin and Mason has something to do with Cyrus. Why are they bringing Cyrus back now? For what?
2: Hmm.
3: Um, yeah. I, well, remember, yeah. Lord's returning. So it's well, gonna Jeannie's also get set it.
2: to come back, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jeannie's to set fall. to come back. Mm-hmm. And and let's not sleep on, on Lydia, Wu. I, I Okay, no. first off, just sidebar mo- moment. Lydia Wu is probably the best addition to the cast of GH since, um, you know, Catherine, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kathleen as as Dr. Obrist.
2: Right. Yeah.
3: I absolutely love Selena Wu. Love her, love her, love her. I hate her, but I hate to love her. So I love her. Oh, yes. I I love her. You hate to love her. Oh, and shout
5: shout out to General Hospital. You actually brought Love in the Afternoon back today.
3: Three couples I made did love today. See, I, I did not see this episode. <laughs> oh, no, yes. But so
2: we won't tease. Uh, yeah, we, stop There's teasing Anthony
3: Will. On Th. <laughs> uh, okay, wait. It. Just, just give me this. Is one is one of the couples Brit and Cody? No. no, no. Okay, um, okay, and and now here's my here's my next thing. I have been reading. Paying attention to all of the press out there, I have been waiting for. Oh God, what is it? About twenty years now to figure out why the hell Elizabeth has no contact with her parents. If if this is going to be a one and done, you know, one or two days worth of scenes, and we're over with, I'm going to be so so. Oh, no, 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 no.
5: Anthony, that's a good question. No, when um you get to see on the preview that Liz is going over to. Montreal. Right. So when she goes there, she's gonna have a reunion with her parents, right. and that's where her past is gonna come out. About her, uh, you know, whatever happened in the past is gonna trigger her, and that's supposed to be more than two episodes that I was told. So it's gonna be a good storyline. It's supposed to be more than two episodes. That's what I was told.
3: Well, if they can spend weeks having call, and, and honestly, I'm I'm. Um, disregard, not disregarding, I'm in a, uh, a different opinion than most of the fans out there. I absolutely love the Jacksonville storyline with Carly. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, That they flew yeah, Bobby was and like, was, two was it? scenes annoyed the crap out of me. I enjoyed li- it. Linda Pearl. Linda Pearl was awesome on there. Linda, this Linda Pearl. Um, Linda Pearl was awesome. And I think we've always needed... Um, we've always needed that closure with Carly to fully go back and understand, you know, why did she come to Port Charles in the first place, et cetera, et cetera. If, like, the rumors out there are true and we're going to see a resurgence of Reese, I'm going to be pissed off. But that's okay. You know, we'll see how it plays out. But I absolutely love what it did for Carly. And honestly, that's what turned the tide for me with Carly and Drew. I'm still – I don't feel fire with them. I don't. But I'm excited I, for Carly when she changes her name. You that's see, a so see a potential.
2: I see a potential. Name, so
5: that's gonna be fun. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, what I hate, I, I, General Hospital. Um, um, what's his name? Not Ron. The other one. Executive mm-hmm. producer Frank. What? Frank, Frank. 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 You have done this to us three different times now with Robert Scorpio. You teased us with such chemistry between him and Diane. Like you teased us oh, with yeah. such chemistry between him and Olivia. Like you teased us back. I can't remember her name, but there was another one that Robert was into about four years ago. You teased, and then you bring back Holly. And now, granted, I absolutely love, 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 love Miss Emma And I'm so glad, either whether she's Holly or her her psychopath sister, and then the regular, the real Holly will come back, you know, somewhere trapped with Luke. I'm fine with that. But why did you have to tease us with Diane right then and there, only to tell us it's not going to happen because Holly's back?
5: Um, I got a quick question. Holly have a twin sister called Paloma because I don't remember that.
3: Holly's sister's name is Paloma, yes.
5: It's an team? Anna
3: Alice Devane situation.
5: Okay, I did know she, she is actually a twin? Has one sister. Okay, okay.
3: Yeah, Holly has a twin named Paloma.
5: Okay, this is intriguing. I love this.
2: Okay, oh, just the so my did question you okay, is... Now you both,
5: Jeffy wait,
3: to hold both on, because I have a question real quick. You both know I'm blind. Yep. So there's been a couple of sequences in the last couple of days that have been music and, and visual only with no dialogue. Have we seen yeah, right. anything of Lucy after the shot?
2: No, no more after the shot.
3: So all of those musical no. breaks were Holly going through the lake or whatever. That was Holly. Yes, that's Holly. No, that
2: okay. That was Holly. Yes. I thought it was Lucy, okay. too, at first. But, no, it was Holly that landed on, in the Quartermain pool house. Yeah, that no, Willow that. Because
5: was, because was this is a good at. question. How did Holly know to go to the pool house at the quarter main. They're asking, because is it Holly Loma. or is it Paloma? This is where I'm it's Paloma. in. Paloma. I get it. <laughs> I know it's Paloma. No, that's what i I love that the fans are playing like a, like a mystery game. Is it Holly or is it Alma? And the way I'm looking at it, the way she's acting, I'm like, okay, no, this has to be the other
3: girl. Okay, and my second question is, is Alex, Alex, Devane, really dead? Or has she been working with Victor all this
2: time? You know, that hasn't been brought up. They haven't even mentioned her, but there's a lot of, Thing because they said that that footage looked like Anna shooting her. And we know Anna wasn't there. So they, they, have, okay, I'm sorry, they have not I, brought Alice's name this. up.
3: But Am I remembering wrong? Isn't Alice actually dead?
2: Yes. Who? She died. Um, yeah, Anna killed her. Yeah, was, Okay, but, you know, yeah,
3: no one's ever dead no one's ever no dead. No one's soap ever so, right. so, okay. Now, here's my second question. It, not second. It's not a question. It's just an observation. You know, soap operas play fast and loose with everything. Medical, lawyer, police procedure, this and that. But, I mean, yeah. hello? She literally ran into Victor right after the shot. She didn't go nowhere. Why didn't they test her hand for gunpowder? Why didn't they tell, you know, how how can she possibly have changed her clothes, gone all the way back to her car, which was nowhere near the docks? stashed it? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. You know
5: what? I, want, tell me you, that I want to give a shout-out. I loved it when Emma, or I'm sorry, Emma, um, Sam, I loved it when Holly saw Victory. She goes, um, allow me to give you an introduction, and she slapped them.
3: That made my
2: day. Yeah, that was that was a great scene. Yeah, it, it was nice. I, I'm I'm dying to see how this plays out. I know that they did. They worked with her as much as they could, and I know that she's back home now. Okay, so she's back thing. home in England. She's, she's well, we know scheduled she's hiding to come. something
5: because remember someone tried to call Holly, and she blocked the number to go through. I think it was on her phone or Robert's phone. Remember, Anna was calling Robert, and she blocked the call. That was Anna
3: calling Robert. Yeah. No. So she's she, scheduled she to come blocked back it on purpose. and film. We're not done yeah. with Holly. She's scheduled to come back and film again. I'm telling you, we're going to find but, the real Holly with Luke. Luke
2: wait a minute. That. You said the real Holly.
0: hmm
3: I don't think this is Holly. I think it's Paloma, and I think we're going to oh, find the real Holly with Luke.
5: <laughs> I, I agree. I'll join you on that wager. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Okay, let's Oh, no Let's wonder why you were talking about that. Sorry, I'm slow on that.
3: No, no, that it's doesn't... not Holly. I, it's, either, it's either Paloma or it's Holly that's been completely, you know, mind melded with with the uh, uh, Andre, slash the other doctor. What was that weird doctor's name? You know, the mind melding. Something's going oh, on. It, um... That's not the real Holly.
5: You know how I picked up It's Not Holly because when she showed up at the boathouse and Robert found, was excited, asking her twice, is it you, is it you? The way she kind of suddenly, slightly asked him, where's your car? It just picked up to me like, I'm getting a vibe this isn't Holly. I think it's too yeah. of a big coincidence that she's actually at the boathouse at, at the corridor main. And she's automatically stirring it up with everybody, kind of like a distraction. Hey, Holly's alive, but what if Holly is alive, but it's not the Holly that we know of? That's where I'm getting the vibe.
3: Yeah. Uh, and and if Lucy is truly dead, I, I may have to sever my ties mm. with General Hospital forever. I, I I'm sorry if Lucy's mm. dead. I'm, I'm I'm gonna have a huge huge problem. But let's let's segue for a little bit. Is anybody else so damn tired of waiting for the true parentage of Trina to come out?
5: Actually, to be honest, uh, yes no, I, I, don't am. I don't care anymore. Now that I know that it's going to be Curtis, I don't care about that story anymore because Curtis acts like a crybaby, so I'm over that. Uh,
2: I'm I'm still hoping that it's all thing, and, and Taggart's really her father, and this is all in Portia's mind. I I hope it's not Curtis. There's too many paternities out there. We've still got one to solve. There's still a patern, well, a maternity that has to be solved yet, and we don't need another one. So, so I'm sort of filled well,
3: up seat. on. And that's the other that's the other storyline pivot I wanted to go into. Okay. Yeah. Cute little return for Esme. Um great, absolutely amazing scenes between her and Ryan Lindstrom. Not bad between her and yeah. Marcus Colonna, aka Nicholas as well. But okay. I'll say it this way. Yep. I'm waiting for Ryan to break out. I'm waiting for the showdown. And, again, General Hospital, you've done this to us how many times? If you do not turn this back into a Felicia-based storyline, you will be betraying all of us who have watched either for as long as the show has been on air or at least since the early 80s. You said oh, it I agree twice with you. They... I
5: pick up on that because don't forget, Cody still did the DNA, and remember I kind of hinted to you that things are of the, like what Anthony was says, not everything is as it seems. So keep yeah, that in mind, Cody. Mm-hmm. Cody. Um, yeah. Keep that yep. in mind when you hear Cody's DNA.
2: Yep. That's another one. I, I think that Matt... I don't know. I think Mac's going to get all into this and he'll be let down. And because yeah. he won't, it might be that he won't turn out to be Mac's son. And Mac will be you know, all, the weird part Mac will get is, involved what? because that's the kind of man he is.
5: You know, the weird part is I picked up the major chemistry between Maxie and Mace. Is, did you, Anthony? David?
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Maxie
5: and Mason, like, who she was talking to somebody. She, I don't know who she was talking to. She goes, "Hi, this is, this is Austin's cousin Mason." And when they were talking to each other, and they were so close to each other, I'm like, "Damn, Maxie and Mason, are another it couple. They just aren't. They're not utilizing them, as they should. They're just too busy tying her up with Austin. Austin should be free of Maxie by now."
3: Okay, and my last. I don't know what's taking that
2: story
3: long. I have one more bone to pick with General Hospital, but I will say this: I think the writing is good. It's not great right now, but it has the potential to be great. The writing is good, but there's too many dangling. There's too many dangling story stuff going on. Um, but having said that, I do have this bone to pick. It's been. Well over a year and a half, almost two years now. Where is Hayden? And why have there has there been absolutely no contact with Hayden and her child? There is no danger left for Hayden. So what the hell is going on? Unless yeah. she is locked in that room. Do you think Victor has
5: everybody? Do you
3: think Victor has everybody hostage? Unless said that unless she's locked in that room with a real Holly and luke then then yeah if, if that's the the end game of the storyline then i'm all on board otherwise you need to do something you need to do something to to resolve the fact that she left her daughter for safety reasons but there's no reasons other than victor has her in the room with holly and luke that she stayed away now
2: yeah yes because victor Victor told Nicholas that Hayden had to be dealt with.
5: Okay. Every time he says, kind of hints to me that he's collecting people, um, yeah, one by one, and he's holding them hostages. Because if you count down the pattern, it's right there. There's a clean, We got like a scorecard. The first So, Willie, really, are we gonna was, get a
3: hallway with with a bunch of doors with with initials? H B, L S. Uh, Holly Sutton. H.S. Are we going to get a hallway with a bunch of dogs with all these people? (laughs) No, no, no.
5: Don't forget another one. I think you... I bet you anything. I bet you Victor also has Lucky. Because you remember the other day, Laura, right before she left, she said she tried to get in touch with Lucky. She couldn't reach him. She doesn't know where he's at. He hasn't reached her. I wouldn't be surprised if Victor's collecting everybody for some odd reason. He's got it. Yes, thank you thank you thank, you. thank
3: you. thank you. For, thank you for saying that because you know who he also has? Ethan. Why is Holly avoiding speaking to her son, Ethan? Now, I didn't watch today, but I watched yesterday's. Why is Holly avoiding calling her son? Because Victor's got Ethan. Mm-hmm. And it's Paloma working with Victor. Paloma's a spy. Paloma's a yep. spy for
2: Victor. Ooh. And hear, and hear the hearsay. Everyone is thinking that Holly's the hook, and she's not.
5: I think that's a red herring.
2: They think Holly's the hook.
5: At think, first, I thought it was Holly, too. But then when I heard about Paloma, I'm like, okay, this is getting good. This is like a scary movie with a twist. I'm loving this. this okay, the writers of GH are getting a, a kudos from me on this. Holly is Paloma, and she's the killer. I can go with that. I could go with that. That means you didn't ruin the character of Holly. It just means you're just adding a little spice to Holly's twin sister, kind of like Alex
2: with Anna. So
3: I'm okay with that.
2: If Paloma I is think the, the hook, hook, then I
3: think the hook is Rory dressed up as a woman. Yeah,
5: I wouldn't put, I would, I would not put it past General Hospital to do a guiding light the way they did with, you remember a guiding oh, light? With the Lenarian Yep. That's yeah, what I feel. I the and Crane thing. Some mental issues. Yeah, I still worried. That's that when I'm mistakes. thinking, yeah, oh, he's too to be a goody-goody. Goody. And look how I close. I do Think enjoy both look of yours imagination. To, look how close he's been to Trina. If you pay close attention, every time something happened to Trina, he wanted to like, "What's going on? Where are you doing? Where do you need my help?" You need-? For a cop, he's not asking me questions. Hmm. That's too much for one cop to ask about one person. It's like, dude, don't you have a life? No, I think there's more to do it than that. I think he's obsessed with Trina. That's just my thing. Because I think this is what's going to bring her closer to, to Spencer. And maybe Spencer will do a back-in-the-day 80s sort of story where he's going to be Trina's rescuer. And that's how they yep. get to be the
3: couple I see it. Yep. I see it. The writer in me sees it. They went away on Comic-Con. They're going to come home. Everything's going to be okay. There's going to be a secondary something. And Nicholas is going to be recently released from uh, Pentonville. He's going to figure it out. No one is and, – and the thing that's the, – the rub in it all is that he doesn't go to Jocelyn. He doesn't go to his Uncle Sonny. He doesn't even go to his Uncle Victor. He decides to handle it on his own. And that's going to be the rub of the whole thing because she's going to be my rescuer, my hero, but whatever the collateral damage is, is going to keep them from okay. being able to say, oh, you're the one, I love you, blah, 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 blah. And there's going to be months more where they oh. work their way back together. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Sorry,
5: guys. Um,
2: I, I guess Did I, uh,
5: I for, fell. Um, I my my line
2: plan? fell. Yeah, I'm back now. So where were you?
3: Oh, great. Right. We're we're back. You know what? At this moment, I think we have done a really good job for the last couple of weeks. We had a great interview. We'll be back in two weeks with another amazing show. I think we should call it. Thank you to candidates for being with us for the amount of time you've been here.
2: Anthony Anthony and Will, I did want to hear your input on William Moses and Denise Crosby.
3: Okay, so we've never seen... Oh, God, what's her name? No, not Caroline. What's her name?
2: Carolyn. The mother.
3: It's Carolyn. Okay. Carolyn Weber. So we've never seen Caroline. So Denise Carsby, okay, I'm, I'm cool with that. William Moses, I think he's a great actor. And yes. I, I, I think he can, you know, I think he's a great actor. But, you know, Jack was played by Richard Dean Anderson. They should have right. tapped somebody from daytime history. You know, obviously, it's not going to be. It's not even recurring. It's, it's, you know, it's a multiple day player situation. They're going to be on for a couple of episodes, maybe even two, three weeks. But they're they're not coming to Port Charles. They're not becoming part of the canvas. I think they should have tapped somebody with solid soap history and and made that jump. And when you, you see that. Who would you have chosen? I um, Holden from As the World Turns would have been a good choice. There's so okay. many choices. Um, oh, God. What's his name from From One Life to Live? Oh, my God. Oh. Um, Robert you know Woods? what I'm talking about. No, not Robert Woods. Um, oh, Lord. Why is it escaping me now? But, you know, there's so, there so many choices from, from Soap, that history, that they could have said, you know, hey, come play for a couple of weeks. It's going to be great. You know, we got the name recognition, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Nothing against William Moses. I do think he's a really, really, really good actor. And he did um, a couple of episodes of that show, Ch- Chesapeake Shores on Hallmark, which I oh, read all did? the books. The books are better. Yeah. Um, he's a great actor. So, you know, they definitely I haven't seen them
2: since The Return of Perry Mason.
3: Great, and The Return of Perry Mason too. So they got actors that that will definitely have the chops, but I think that they should have tried to nod to daytime history. Mm Mm-hmm. That's
5: really good, yeah.
2: I hope they bring it, and I want to see Becky bring it with them. Get it all out. How come you did this to me? How come you did this? I want, I want Becky to go all out. This is for her. We love her. I'm sorry. I, I have to say this,
3: and we can revisit this in two weeks. Becky Hurst has been the solidity of the show for 25 years now. If they, if they wrap this up in a couple of episodes and be done with it, I am going to be so seriously pissed off.
2: Oh, yeah! It should continue on and on. So I'm, I'm just, it, it's picking you know my curiosity because.
5: You know who I would have casted for the role of um, Liz's father is uh,
2: Scott
3: Bryce. He's blonde. Why? I know he's white, but. Craig Montgomery from Ezra of Oh my God! Yes, yes, yes. That would have been great. great he would kick. have
2: been. He yes. would have been good. He would have been good. Well, oh, I'm, I guess we better sorry, call again, guys. Do you know right, who right, I we'll really wanted
5: buddy. to be? Oh, it's fun. Happy Halloween, everybody!
3: Wait, David, we have a caller.
2: No. No, go ahead. Well, sorry, what were you saying? We've got a so, minute.
3: I was hoping, hoping, hoping that Andrea Evans would be cast as Caroline.
2: Ooh, nice.
3: Oh, my God. That would
5: have been ratings right there. That would have been a ratings
3: uh, war. I thought that would have been such a bonanza. Such a bonanza. All right. Everybody, will be All back right, in everybody. Two weeks and I will have a great yep. exclusive for you,
2: and um,
3: have a great couple of weeks.
2: Yep. Good night. i see you soon. Good night, Bye. everybody. Thank you. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit TakeTwoRadio.com.